we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 9th, 2015. This is from sgtreport.com. Um, Alternative Energy Insider, the elite are in a panic. And this is about a 20-minute, little over 20-minute uh, video regarding this subject. And again, it's a whole other aspect, just some things. I've gotten a lot of questions about the whole thing about what's coming was my opinion of what's coming in the near future, particularly September, October, and um, then the rest of this year. So here's here's some more aspects regarding that. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, I have a conversation ready for you here that I think you're really going to benefit from. I think it's an important conversation, uh, and it's someone we have never spoken with before. He's a 35-plus year engineer in the alternative energy and solar space. And uh, he wants to speak publicly now about some things that are really troubling him. And we're going to give him a pseudonym in this interview. Uh, we're going to call him Jay Power. Uh, and the reason for that is because he's reluctant to come forward with his real name. He doesn't want the notoriety, and he does not want this to be misconstrued as an opportunity for his company to get more business. They already have more business than they can deal with. Uh, there's a six-month waiting list for their products. I happen to have one of their products. Uh, he's a good guy, a God-fearing man, and he's here to share some truth with us. And uh, Jay, are you there? I'm here. So just so you know, he's purposely not giving away his name, his company, or whatever. Because you could say, well, yeah, he was just doing it so he could drum up business while he's saying all this stuff. Well, no. He's purposely going out of his way. He doesn't even want any more business. They've got a six-month backlog. He's doing this to warn humanity is, is the whole point here. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, just to set the stage for people, you and I have corresponded uh, several times over the past months uh, via email. You left me a voicemail the other day, and you said you were startled uh, largely based on a phone call that you received from somebody uh, fairly noteworthy. Jay, tell us a little bit about that, will you please? And then uh, let's talk about uh, what people need to do to prepare for this collapse. Okay. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. This is a person who's on television every morning, and I don't want to say too much more than that, but they were uh, kind of in a panic state, and um, they wanted to buy pretty much everything that we had in our in our store, and I told him he couldn't do that, and he got very upset and actually hung up on me. Uh, 20 minutes later, he called me back and apologized, and he placed a huge order. Wanted to know if he could send a truck to pick it up. And I said, no, you can't do that. Uh, it's not even built yet. There's a two, you know, at least a two-week waiting list on stuff that we have in stock. And then the other stuff, of course, has about a six-month waiting list. So he went ahead and placed the order. And um, it was actually kind of shocking because just the tone of his voice and the urgency. And so I decided that I would like to contact you and maybe try to tell people what I know that's going on and that you know that's how we decided to do this interview right. well the um, interesting thing too about your voice uh, message is that this person is I believe unless I'm misconstruing this correctly if I'm wrong he's in the uh, financial industry uh, he's very near the heart of the evil empire there in uh, New York City with Wall Street uh, and I think one of the things that concerned you was this person's tie to that industry and the fact that if this person is upset and getting uh, these types of supplies, the type of supplies you'd want, 
uh, in a collapse where maybe the power would go out for uh, a period of time. If this is the type of person who's uh, calling you in something of a panic, maybe that in itself is noteworthy news. Am I characterizing that correctly? I would say so, yes, sir. Uh, you know, there's a big disconnect between what the financial elite are telling us and what's actually going on in the background, Sean. They're telling us that the economy is on the mend and everything is fine, but in private they're in a panic mode. They're buying everything that they can get their hands on that's survival-related. And, of course, they don't want anybody to know that. But, uh, you know, the people need to know that something awful is coming. And the rich people, the, the wealthy people who can afford to get ready for it are the ones that are going to be okay uh, unless the other people, you know, the, the average people wake up and realize that it's time to get ready for something. You know, we're running out of time. Uh, this is something that I'm convinced can't be avoided any longer. Uh, you know, the United States is like a, a beautiful a skyscraper that was intentionally... And again, a big reason by what I do is because I'm trying to warn. I'm, I'm trying... And every indicator I'm seeing here, whether you're talking to people that are in finance that are honest or people that are looking at the uh, economy or people that are even looking at the you know, religious things and all the stuff that could pop off in the Middle East and then all of these dates coming to a head that we just documented in the last part. Potential for so many things. They're all saying the same thing. Set on fire and it's doomed. But there's still time to run inside and pillage some of the valuables before the building collapses and that's exactly what they're doing. Um, there's no way that this country is not going to hit the wall. Uh, the very wealthy uh, elite people know that, and I think that they're just, uh, you know, robbing and stealing everything they can get their hands on before, you know, before the building collapses, so to speak. Yeah, that's a powerful metaphor, and I think you're spot on. Uh, you know, we know that $8.1 trillion is missing from the Pentagon. That's by their own admission, over $8 trillion. Uh, there is a looting that has been in progress here uh, going on ever since 9-11. Uh, heck, we know the day before 9-11 on September 10th, 2001, Donald Rumsfeld came out publicly and spoke about the $2.3 trillion the Pentagon couldn't account for at that time. Now they're publicly admitting it's over $8 trillion. My God, Jay, I mean, if you take a look at the reality of the situation, is that there is a looting going on, there's a looting in progress, we're being looted by offshore international banks, that don't give a damn about the American people. Sorry. I wasn't, I, sorry, I missed that one. So be aware there might be some more inappropriate language. Sorry about that. And uh, when this Ponzi collapses, when the House of Cards finally comes down, there will be millions, tens of millions of people in this country hurt, and potentially, if it gets as bad as we're seeing in Venezuela, and, it's, and if it gets as bad as we've seen in Zimbabwe, you're talking about the deaths, potentially, of millions of people. Jay, what happens if the power went out for an extended period of time? You know, me being in a cold climate in the Midwest, I know if we didn't have power for a month in January, we'd be in a lot of trouble here. Uh, so what happens when the power goes out, and how do people help protect themselves from a situation like that? Well, um, I tell people there's four things that you must do. Okay, now before he goes any further, I would say also, and because I know he doesn't cover this, one way 
if you were in a place that was cold, one surefire thing you could do, okay, to compensate for that is to go out and buy one of these under, you basically wear it under your clothes. They sell them at places like, um, I'm not sure about Dick's. I know they sold it at like that Bass Pro Shop. You can find them online. And they're the, like the thermal, um, they're not thermal underwear, but it's like a thermal, um, it's basically skin tight that you wear under your clothes and you can get it for different climates. You can get like light, medium, and heavy duty. And meaning like if you were really going to face a lot of cold, and I'm telling you, I have read testimonies of people that like work up in Alaska and, and they do like baggage handling outside and, and they have these things on, they're good. I mean, yeah, they've got their other, other stuff they would typically wear on over that. But if you have one of those for every person in your family, you're only going to get so cold. You can sleep in them. You can, you know... That's what I'm saying is if you didn't have any heat at all, this basically keeps your body heat in, okay? And depending on the climate would be dependent upon what level of um, suit or under, under uh, thermal thing, I don't know, I forget what they're called, but it may be the level that you want to order. So you can research those and, um, you know, that's something that you could have on hand that, Instead of trying to say, oh, I've got to, I've got to go out and spend, I don't know, for argument's sake, whatever, on a this or that in order to keep us warm. Now, I'm not saying that wouldn't be good, but if you had limited funds, it's something you could think about investing in, and it would be like basically an insurance policy against that. And it could be the very thing that, that literally, oh, it could literally, from a physical standpoint, save your life. I'm not saying the Lord can't protect you. But I'm just saying from a purely physiological standpoint, it could be the, the thing that could get you through a winter, I think, or, or have a lot to do with getting you through a winter. Obviously, you'd want to have some some thick socks and, and gloves and, and, and uh, head protection uh, as well, because you lose more heat out of your head than any other area during the winter. And we're coming out of, you know, summer here pretty soon. We're going to be going into fall. And then winter, and then, you know, I don't know with what's going to be happening in September and October, you know, if that continues to escalate, then this winter could be, you know, the most horrific from a survival standpoint that we any of us have ever faced. Um, and I guess it would possibly depend upon what country you're in, but this collapse may be global as well. Because obviously if the dollar collapses, it's going to affect a lot of other different countries and there are already a lot of other countries that are in really really bad shape so that's just something to think about i wanted to kind of throw that in there um i've done uh if you go into um key and preparedness in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i've done whole mega studies on preparedness on a lot of the different aspects of things and there's obviously a ton of different aspects to preparedness so i'm just i just had one little thing I just mentioned there regarding the cold, okay, and um, but I've covered a lot of the other different aspects, and then I give you a lot of links in the PDFs, which is all free, all my audios are free, all the PDFs are free, I just give it away, I want to be a blessing, I don't want to try to be charging for stuff, 
and all that other stuff. I just would rather give it away and, and, and hopefully it's, it's a, a blessing to people. And there's a lot of the PDFs where I have links to websites where you can um, look at a lot of this equipment or, or order or you can research it online after you've got a little bit of the knowledge there and, and um, maybe find a really good deal up on eBay or um, you know some other site like that. So anyway, let's let's go further. You simply do not have much more time. Number one is you have to have food and water for your family. And by the way, these are these are the primary things that the, the power elite focus on. Okay, number one, you must have food and water for your family. Number two, you have to have something that's going to make at least a modest amount of electricity so you can keep your cell phones charged and your laptops charged so you know what's going on in the outside world. That's if they don't get taken out with an EMP attack. Okay, so that's a whole other aspect. You might want to get some some of these. Um, now, I've learned about this, too. These Mylar bags that are for, that, that look like they're Mylar bags that are for um, protecting from EMPs. Uh, I ordered some of those the other day. And you know what? Real easy thing to do, and it's something that you should do to see if it's actually MP-proof, is to actually try to call your phone while it's in the Mylar bag. Keep it on. Try to call it. If the phone rings while it's in the sealed Mylar bag, yes, it may be shielding it some. What I observed from the one bags that I had bought is that it brought the, me down from two bar, uh, four bars to two bars on the power level. Meaning I was getting about half the signal. So there was some protection there. And, and regarding an EMP attack, it would depend is, is how far away it is, how direct the, 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 the actual uh, EMP, the electromagnetic pulse was to whatever the electronic device you're trying to protect. There's a lot of different aspects that could affect it. But um, bear in mind, they even say on those bags that you need to do what they call nesting, where you, you take one and, and, and bag, and then, you, of course, this is incredibly expensive to do, and you take one electronic device and you, you, you nest it in the other. But I'm talking about if you're going to have something around for an everyday use. There, there are um, cell phone cases that are shielded that you can buy for cheap. Like up on eBay. They're like black. They got a little gold mesh line. Those things work. You call your phone in there and they, won't, they will not ring. That will shield your phone and protect it. Now ultimately what you want to do, and this is the best way I think to go about this, is there are Faraday cages you can either make yourself, and like the, there's a video, and I think I put it out in one of my newsletters, and I haven't even watched the thing yet. It's 10 Faraday cages you can make at home. Faraday cage is something that's going to protect any electronic device from an EMP attack. I've talked a ton about EMP attacks as of late. It is a definite possibility with either Russia or ISIS or whatever, supposedly getting a hold of like a whatever and detonating it over the, you know, and they're saying that well, like within a year, 90% of the population will be dead in America because we're so reliant upon that and people are so ill-equipped and unprepared just from an EMP attack alone. And they may be right. Well, hey, how are we going to get that gigantic population reduction that Deagle predicted and that we're going to talk about today more? Well, an EMP attack would be a really good way to do it. It would also... The one thing about it is, is if it fries all the electronics, that's going to be hard for somebody coming in and taking back over. But the infrastructure will be preserved, meaning the buildings aren't going to, it's not going to affect the buildings. It's just going to fry the electronics. Well, to me, still, that seems like that could be a real huge problem for somebody wanting to come in and take that back over. Maybe it's not a factor to them. I don't know. 
but just key in 10 Faraday cages you can make at home um, or get go and get a uh, metal metal trash can with a tight sealing lid at um, preferably a local hardware store so you're buying local you're buying not at a big box store but you can I mean, I'm not you know that's up to you I'm just I always look out for the little the little guy I try to to try to do as much business with local businesses as, as opposed to these big chains which are always typically connected with the Illuminati but Home Depot's the worst they're they're the worst Lowe's is definitely better than Home Depot if you're gonna do any kind of big box hardware store Lowe's not Home Depot Home Depot is incredibly gay friendly it's there's a lot of stuff that Home Depot does it's wicked uh, I'm not saying Lowe's is perfect either but it's better um, so you go get the, um, the metal trash cans and you can go up on YouTube and key in, how do I make a EMP metal trash can? Just key that in. Cause I can't go over all this stuff here. Um, I would not advise the way I did it, which is using rubberized spray paint on the inside because you have to, um, basically have some non-conductive material on the inside of the trash can in order for the EMP thing to work. And rubberized spray paint is incredibly nasty smelling. I had to run an ozonator for days to get the smell out. And it's still, when I open these cans up, they still smell. So that's not the way to go. A lot of people line them with cardboard. You know, just cheap. The, the trash can's not going to run you a ton of money. The cardboard's obviously not going to. It's a, it's a But you, know, you could say, well, yeah, but I'm using these things. Well, I know. And, and you know... There might be some that you're not using, that, that maybe you have an extra of something. You could put it in there. Um, if you're going to be traveling or whatever, you might want to store your laptops. You know, I know it's not practical for a desktop computer, but a laptop computer could go in there because you just never know. These are just things to bear in mind. They've got, they've got the Mylar bags for the laptops, the EMP shielding, um, and there's better grades out there. If you could see through that Mylar bag for an EMP shielding, it's no, it, it's it's no good. It's not very shielded, at all. The ones that are really thick, and um, you can find them online, and, and it'll it it's rated a lot higher as far as being protective. So those are something to consider. I'm not an expert on the subject, but you could you could go up on YouTube and just key in EMP protection, and you're gonna have your boat loaded. Okay, so let's go further. Number three, you must find a way to keep your family warm. There, I mean, that's probably the most important one right there. And number four, you have to be ready to protect your family at all costs. And if that means owning a firearm, and, you know, that may upset some people, but, you know, your family is the number one responsibility you have, and you have to do whatever it takes to, to uh, protect your family. So... Those four things right there are something that, that you need to do right away because that's what these people are doing. Uh, I talk to them every day. I deal with them every day, and I can tell you right now that is their primary focus right there. Uh, again, Jay, the pseudonym. That so this is what the elite, the, the what he's basically getting from the elite, how they're, um, I guess, directing their purchasing toward those areas, okay, which are very practical, you know, regarding the protection of your family, which is biblical to do. Protecting your family is a, a biblical thing to do. And the Bible says, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. 
but the simple pass on and are punished. And, and I would also add to that that if you're in any kind of big city area, you know, it's going to be pretty tough to stay out of harm's way. Um, particularly in a big city, that's probably one of the worst places you can possibly be. I've done a study on when um, the cities explode in violence, when, um, and you could just key a, do a keyword search for that. Um, you just key in violence, I guess you probably find it on, on uh, contendingfortruth.com. Uh, you need to understand what's potentially going to happen in these big cities, and even in the smaller cities. And I think that you're going to start seeing more of a migration, as I believe God calls them out, of the Christian remnant to um, less populated areas, to potentially, um, I really believe, like the mountains of North Carolina, depending on where you're at, could also be a very good place. I have some listeners in that area that I've visited recently and um, been consulting with. And I've had some other listeners, long-time listeners, that are actually in the process of moving there. And I, I think that, you know, pray about it, obviously. Fast about it if you feel so led. But if, if you have the ability to do so, um, it would seem biblical to me that God would, would start congregating his remnant to these refuge-type areas um, ahead of time. And... Um, you know, I'm not saying do that. I'm just saying do as the Lord leads you. I'm kind of just trying to say, you know, listen, hey, some of you might want to think about it, might want to pray about, well, I don't have the money to do it. Well, pray about that. There, There's nothing too hard the Lord can't handle. I'm not in a really position to do that much either, but there's no, there's no problem too big for the Lord, okay? So... Just bear that in mind. He can create a way where there seems to be no way. You can pray like open the doors no man can shut and shut the doors no man can open regarding the will you have for my future, God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God. You know, I mean, th that's that's a way you can direct your prayers. Giving uh, this 35 plus year engineer who works for this alternative energy uh, supplies company contacted me. And he does not want to go public with the name of the company because they don't need any more business. And even if they had it, they couldn't fill the orders in a timely manner. So I just want to make that really clear. Jay, is there anything else you want to share with the audience as it pertains to prep, as it pertains to the coming collapse, as it pertains to the phone calls you're getting from people who are clearly very worried about what may be coming? Well, I just want to tell your listeners, Sean, that these bunkers and safe houses are dotted all over the United States. This has been an ongoing project of theirs for years. Meaning the elite have their bunkers and safe houses dotted all over the United States. And they're never very far from a safe house that has food, water, electricity, and everything else they need. So I would, I would, you know, do exactly what they've been doing. And I would prepare your family because, uh, something awful is coming. I mean, I don't want to sound too, too dramatic or, or scare people, but it's, uh, in my mind, based on what I know here and the people I talk to, it's uh, imminent. Something imminent is coming, and I just want to make sure that I was able to convey that to the American people, that, uh, you know, this is what the elite people are doing, and you should be doing it too. Now, when you say imminent, I just want to I just want to couch that with a caveat, and the caveat is this: 
We've talked about a collapse uh, coming as we document the collapse for a very long time. And the word imminent occasionally gets used as it pertains to the economic collapse because when you look at the facts, when you look at the absolute paper ponzi of the markets, when you look at the fact that tens of millions of trades on a daily basis go unsettled, uh, when you look at China collapsing, when you look at what's going on just internationally and globally with Greece, just the debt ponzi bubble in general, the word imminent is often used because it does appear that an economic collapse is imminent. It could happen in September. Uh, the seven-year cycle, the Shemitah, all of these things that we've covered, imminent is a great word. Now, with that said, many of us suffer from normalcy bias, as you well know, Jay, and normalcy bias prevents us from preparing. Normalcy bias, because you, when you go downstairs and turn on the TV in the morning, it comes on. When you turn on a light, it powers up. When you go to your computer, you have Internet access. In this country, our friends, neighbors, and colleagues suffer greatly from normalcy bias, and they cannot imagine a collapse that would actually cripple their way of life. So when you say imminent, can we just couch that with just the broader view, which is we know a collapse is coming, and even if it doesn't come in September, and pray God that it doesn't, Jay, because this is going to be a nightmare. So when we talk about a collapse and we say imminent, can we just couch that in the broader view, which is that even if it's not imminent, even if it's not in the next two weeks, even if it's not in September, take heed and thank God that it didn't happen because prepping at this point should be your number one priority? Exactly. And if, if it doesn't happen, it's only by the grace of God because this is something that was put in motion many years ago. And the corporations, not just the government, but the corporations have had a slow, methodical preparation towards this. This has been a goal. And so I, I'm being told that when all of their preparation is finished and they feel secure and they're all protected, that's when, you know, they will pull the plug, so to speak. And I'm, you know, I'm being told that it will come in all, all types of different ways. One is a, is a you know, stock market, not a crash, but actually where the markets uh, go into a permanent circuit breaker. That's one way I'm being told. Also, I'm being told that it will be uh, a grid down event where people, you know, have to fend for themselves and the cities, uh, you know, basically revert into chaos. And so, you know, I, I'm not sure what form it will take, um, it, but, it, you know, it, it appears at this point, based on the people I talk to and the people that buy our products, that it, it is coming. Well, let's flush that out just a little bit, because when you say I'm being told, you are implying that you have sources that I don't have. So this information is coming to us third party through you. Can you give us an example, uh, and maybe you can't give us a specific name, but give us an example of the types of people who are sharing this information with you? These are people in the government. These are professional athletes, um, uh, financial people. Uh, these, are, these are people who have wanted uh, to ask me if, if we could uh, possibly uh, work with them after uh, an awful event like this. Uh, so that's why I know exactly what I'm talking about. These are people who offer to employ me after uh, some type of chaotic event. Uh, that's the, I guess that's the best way I can, can explain it to you. I don't want to be too specific. But the United States is not going to cease to exist, but there is going to be a very hard reset, um, and there's going to be a rebuilding period. And during that rebuilding period, we're going to need a lot of good people who can put this uh, country back on the tracks. And so 
I, I'm not the only one. You know, there's there's scientists, there's doctors. That's probably going to entail though. Um, Mexico and Canada merging with United States to form one of the ten mega nations, which the Bible predicts under the Antichrist and Beast system. Okay, so the North American Union will most likely be how satanically that will be done, this rebuilding process. There's all kinds of people who have been persuaded to, uh, you know, to get on board and, and to try to you know, put the country back on track after the collapse comes. Mm -hmm. I know that, that might sound a little crazy, but these people, they'll actually approach you and ask you if you can help them do so. I think that it's important, uh, Jay, to have these conversations because it's important to think about worst-case scenarios, and it's not a matter of fear-mongering. It's not a matter of wanting to be depressed, certainly. Uh, I've long said that I have to compartmentalize uh, many of these things in my own life just to be able to function in society and to raise a family because so many of our friends, neighbors, and colleagues are absolutely sound asleep. This is a clarion call for those who are awake. This conversation is not for those who are sleeping because they'll just ignore it. This is for those of you who are awake. And I guess if you take the totality of the information, uh, the reality of the anti-Mockingbird mainstream media uh, news, the stuff that we share at SGT Report, and the news, the real news that you can find at other alternative news media sites out there, Jay, the totality of the information includes a potential population collapse, you know, according to Deagle.com, by 2025, in which we see uh, the population of the United States plummet by their estimates all the way down to potentially 60 million people and we could see that type of thing happen in a collapse. I know it's hard for people to imagine that and again we truly 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 are trying to just get people to understand that the hour is late and when... And again Deagle only predicted that dramatic drop for America. The other countries some of them actually went up in population. Now that may not be the case because the, they still want to try to get to the Georgia Guidestone levels, but they have openly, overtly predicted this unbelievable drop in population by Deagle. I got into that. Just keep Deagle in the keyword search box. I'm pretty sure that you'll find it there. So I've, I've done it in the last couple months, 45 days, I'd say. We talked about that. And so that's just something to bear in mind as well. They seem to be really, really focusing in on, on the USA the collapse comes, it could be far worse than any of us ever wanted to see. Uh, and, you know, take a look at what's going on in California, Jay. They're getting hit by Agenda 21 policies, which are UN depopulation policies. They're getting hit by uh, engineered drought. They're getting hit by HARP. They're getting hit by uh, the waters literally being turned off in some communities. Lake Mead, there by the Hoover Dam, is at an all-time record low level in Lake Mead is the source that supplies so many of those western communities with water. Uh, we are getting hit from multiple vector points. And if California goes, because of the drought, because of this earthquake, this nightmarish earthquake and tsunami they're predicting out, out on the west coast, which the Mockingbird mainstream media is reporting will hit, uh, I believe, Oregon, or was it Washington State, we're getting hit from all possible vector points. And if California goes, so does the food production for a large portion of our country. And our just-in-time food delivery systems, these two- and three-day food supplies that we see in the grocery stores, when those go, if you want to know what collapse looks like, take a look at what's going on in Venezuela right now, folks. Right now. If you want to learn the lesson of what could happen here, 
take a look at what's going on in Greece. Jay, your comment on that, and could you please tell people how they can prep? What types of things can people do to provide for their energy needs if the grid does go down? Well, what I tell people is that you have to approach it like your home is your nest. And when I say that, I mean you want to make preparations so you don't have to leave your house as long as possible. Uh, if you go out in the chaos to try to get food for your family, you're going to get hurt or killed. And your family doesn't need that. So try to focus on what you can do to stay in your home as long as possible until some of the chaos calms down. And then that way you'll probably be okay. But you've got to have, like I said, the four essential things, food and water, a form of electricity, a way to keep your family warm, and you've got to be able to protect your family. So if you can look at it like that's your little fortress and you need to stay put as long as possible while all the chaos is occurring, I think that's the best, the best way I can explain it. Uh, we all would love to be able to do all kinds of more things that we can't afford to, to get our family ready, but those are the basic things you can do to give your family a chance in case something awful happens. Okay. Very good. Well, I know that you're not going to share uh, the website or the information about your own company. Uh, and, again, that's for a variety of reasons. Uh, number one on the list is the fact that you didn't do this interview because you want notoriety uh, and you wanted to remain you know, somewhat anonymous here. Uh, you do have a distinctive voice, so some people in your industry might be able to identify you. But uh, for the purposes of uh, just thanking you, is there any websites that you'd recommend? Is there any other steps you'd recommend people take? Uh, anything you want to share with us as we wrap this up? I would just say, Sean, that you know the hour is getting late, as you pointed out, and I would take my cue from what the rich people are doing, the powerful people. They are secretly getting ready. They don't want you to know that. You know, they don't want to cause a run on the grocery stores and and everything like that. But I'm I'm here to tell you that it is occurring, and it appears to be occurring uh, at, at a feverish pace. Uh, so I would just, you know, try to get your family ready for um, some type of event that you can't control, but you can give your family a chance in case something happens, and that's pretty much about it. All right. Well, Jay, thank you so much, and uh, I hope that you'll come back on again if you get any more, uh, you know, breaking information, any more urgent phone calls from famous people, anything like that. I mean, we, we would like to share that with the audience. And I think this is the type of conversation that just helps people re-remember that all of this stuff we talk about on a daily basis uh, at SGT Report and in the interviews that we conduct, it's real. I mean, it's really happening. And again, it's our own normalcy bias that sometimes clouds our judgment and makes us think, well, it's not really going to happen. You know, with the moon. Uh, it, it, it's really happening, and people need to know about it. It's it's not. It's, this is not a joke, and and this and you know it, it is reality, and um, you know people people need to understand that um, we are headed for a disaster. And I, again, I don't want to scare people, or I just want to make people who might be asleep, you know, wake up. Um, this we, this is real, and the people who are uh, the insiders and the wealthy people know about it, and they're preparing for it. So when they are all ready and and they're secure, and they feel like they can you know ride the storm out, so to speak, that's when they're going to pull the plug. And you know, this, this this is not something that happens overnight. This is a, a slow process, but it is going to be a reset. And the wealthy people and the insiders 
will be ready for it, and they'll come out on the other side okay. And so that's what I would like to convey to the American people as much as possible, that you need to do the same thing. If you want your family to come out on the other side of this okay, then you need to wake up and realize that, you know, we're almost out of tracks. The United States is a, is a big train barreling down, you know, a hill, and we're almost out of track. Amen. Well, Jay, thank you so much for coming on. We very much appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And, guys, thanks so much for taking the time to click play. I hope you'll... Okay, so this SGT report, seems like they got some, you know, really good news there. Or, good news. Not, not good news, but a good news outlet type of thing where you can get some cutting-edge information. Um, they get a lot into precious metals and the economy and uh, stuff like that as well. So just one more thing to think about there. Okay, so <clears throat> we've gotten those two last videos now. Got some more broad perspective on what to expect potentially in the near future. The next report from Dave Hodges is the Pope is going to tell you what lies in your future and you better listen. What will the Pope tell the next world, tell the world when he addresses the United Nations next month? Now we cover that a little bit in the first part of the teaching, how he's going to be addressing Congress and the United Nations in September. Now by most of you have heard the rumors, but there may be much more to the rumors. Recently the Pope has sounded more like a bankster than a religious figure. The true colors of this Pope will soon be revealed. In September of 2015, the Pope will announce the orderly... Now, this is what he's saying. I'm not saying that this is exactly what the Pope's going to announce. This is what Dave Hodges is saying. And yes, I think there's been a lot of telegraphing of this by the Vatican. Um, Dave has a lot of different inside contacts. So I'm not saying this isn't the truth, but this is what Dave Hodges is saying. September of 2015, the Pope will announce the orderly transition of the surrender of the national sovereignty of all nations which will accumulate in a world government. Now, to me, that sounds like that's way overboard. I don't see how he could just come out and say that. Because that's basically saying, we're going to have a one world government, and no country has a choice to even say anything against that. I, I, I mean... Maybe if enough cataclysmic stuff had happened between now and then, maybe he could pull that off. But I, I'm not going to wholeheartedly endorse what was just said. That's his opinion. But he says, in other words, the Pope who says he endorses perversions repugnant to true Bible-believing Christians is allegedly going to announce the formation of the New World Order and that all one billion-plus Catholics should willingly submit to the New World Order as their duty as per the bastardized interpretation of Romans 13, which is the same um, verse, uh, the, the same verses that Hitler told his clergy to preach to their churches in Nazi Germany in order to get them to capitulate and go along with whatever the government says. They're doing the same thing here in America. Okay, I've done a whole study on that, just key in Romans in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you should be able to find that Romans 13 um, an unlimited submission to government, I believe. So, you know, hey, I think that if he were to announce what he says, there's no way he could do it in the same climate we have right this second. 
we would have had to have had some really cataclysmic stuff to make people incredibly desperate where they would go along with what I just read. Even Catholics. Because there's a lot of Catholics that don't like this devil. I mean, he's like pro-abortion. He's pro, you know, gay, lesbian, sodomite. He's pro-evil. And even a lot of the Catholics have realized that. The Pope recently said he would baptize extraterrestrials as they would if they would visit Earth. And here's the link to that, you know. Yeah, he's going to baptize um, E.T. Remember E.T.? Here's a picture of the Pope in, in E.T. in the PDF. It's heartwarming. Um, E.T. phone home. Anyway, yeah, he's Pope's... It looks like the Pope's getting ready to lay hands on, on E.T. from the movie E.T. Anyway. Um, he said he'd baptize extraterrestrials as they would visit Earth. This is the same Pope who has stated, stated that Islam and Christianity are basically one in the same religion. You know... The God of the Quran, the God of the Bible, are the same God. That's what he's basically said. Even though they're absolutely wholesale killing Christians and Catholics, priests, nuns in the Middle East, wherever ISIS or other terror groups find them, or in Africa. But the Pope doesn't have a whole lot of opinion on that. that I guess that must be okay for him, that that's all going on. Uh, this is the same Pope. Okay, so he stated that Islam and Christianity are basically basically the same religion this is the false doctrine sets the stage for the official state sponsored united nations approved religion which we commonly call gaia or mother gaia worship which is about as pagan of a religion as there is when the pope addresses the united nations on september 25th now notice it's september 25th is after a lot of those dates that we had mentioned a lot of the stuff that we had mentioned that scheduled to kind of start around september 13th we got about 12 days there could those 12 days be when this cataclysmic stuff goes down and they know it's going to go down there and that's why he's strategically being placed in front of Congress and the United Nations to make these announcements? I don't know. Pray against it. But ultimately, pray the Lord's will be done because if it's the Lord's will, there's nothing that we're going to do to prevent it. I mean, even Jesus Christ said in the Garden of Gethsemane, and not my will but thine be done. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me, Father. But it wasn't. He had to go to the cross. You know? And so, you know, it's hard to say. It's hard to be totally dogmatic. This is all guesstimation, essentially. Um, so, he will be endorsing Agenda 21, which is this whole climate change garbage that has been debunked over and over and over again regarding okay the world's getting all even though we've been in this cooling pattern i understand the summer's been very hot for a lot of people but overall we've been in a cooling trend and that has been statistically proven and i again i keep putting out links about that in my newsletters about all of the the garbage that has went along with that Okay, but Agenda 21, basically using climate change. They don't care about Fukushima. That's, you know, that's, that's destroying the earth. All they care about is the global warming because they can use that to take away your, your sovereignty, your liberties, your home, move you into stack and pack housing, all for the sake of Mother Gaia so she's not grieved. That's why they're doing it. It's all about control and having power over the populace and being able to impose their will and force vaccinate and all this other garbage. 
So he will be endorsing Agenda 21, and which I just got into what Agenda 21 is. Recent teachings just key in Agenda 21, the keyword search box. Um, and it's sustainability concept. Sustainability seeks to reduce at least 80% all of all energy use. 80%. Some are even calling for a total obliteration of the private use of energy. Sustainability walks hand in glove with the coming currency collapse. If the people can be brainwashed to accept sustainability concepts, the reduction of the currency by astronomical amounts will be more easily accepted by the masses. And if the Pope is telling people that this is what God would want, which is what this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell will say, well, then it must be okay. So, what are the implications of the Pope's UN speech? Last year, when the IMF devalued the Venezuelan currency, and we just mentioned Venezuela and how they're basically, it sounds like they're beta testing all the stuff they want to do to American Venezuela right now, when they devalued the Venezuelan currency by 61%, remember, our money's printed out of thin air, it's fiat, meaning fake currency, the only thing that's propping it up is it's the world reserve currency right now, but when that comes to an end, which could be in September, because I think that would be a nice little linchpin for all this stuff to go down, you're not, you might have 80% less buying power with the same dollar. They're going to have, according to Lindsey Williams, they're going to have a currency reset where they're going to reissue a new currency, more of this global currency. And, you know, you trade your dollars in for this and, you know, again, 80% less buying power. So it's, it's an unjust scale and balance. It's based on unjust scales and balances, which God abhors. You just look in the Proverbs. God abhors unjust scales and balances. Our whole monetary system is set up on an absolutely beyond unjust scale and balance. I mean, they're printing this stuff out of thin air. It's way worse than it was when Proverbs was written. So that's going to implode. All by design. Um... So, when the IMF devalued the Venezuelan currency by 61%, the event was barely noticed by the lamestream media. The event came like a thief in the night for the most part, which is probably going to happen that way here. They don't want to give anybody advance notice on that. For the most part, the people of Venezuela accepted their fate. I believe the same is about to happen here. When the Pope basically calls for the establishment of a world government, a currency collapse will hasten the event. Meaning it will get us there quicker. Currency collapse will, will be more motivation. We have to have a one world government. Look at all the stuff that's happening. The economy's collapsed. We've got all these other things going on. It is almost as if the Venezuelan situ situation was an IMF beta test for what is coming here, which is kind of what I just said too. When I stop and take a closer look at the things that the Pope has said and compared to the whole host of corresponding events, it is difficult not to be concerned about what is coming. Especially disturbing is the fact that the Pope's UN speech will be followed by what many are saying will be a wholesale devaluation of every national currency in the conversion to a global currency, which is what Lindsay Williams has talked about with the global reset, reissuing of a new currency, probably preceded by a bank holiday, which is reportedly going to be digital, the new global currency. Now, I don't understand how they could possibly do a pure digital switch over when so many people still use coins and paper money. I don't understand how that could be possible. I don't think it'll be that whatever. But 
that's what he's saying could be. What the off-the-record analysis of the coming devaluation of the dollar will mean for every dollar one has in the bank is that the dollar will lose 90% of its buying power in the conversion when it takes place in October. Now, he's being very dogmatic in what he's stating. I tend not to be that dogmatic about predictive things like this. Because only God knows exactly what's going to happen. He's saying it's a foregone conclusion. Now, it would make sense. I wouldn't be surprised if this is exactly what happened. But, man, I thought that we weren't going to make it out of 2010. So, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is definitely happening this way, and we're going to have a 90% devaluation of the dollar in September, and that's why the Pope's here, and then... When the new currency is reissued, it's, it's the dollar, when you trade them in, it's going to lose 90% of its buying power. That may very well be exactly the case, but I will not put some type of wholesale dogmatic stamp of approval and say that's exactly, what, no, I can't. But I think it's good that we're warned. I think at some point this is going to come, hopefully later rather than sooner, but um, we'll see. We'll see. It is something to be very much aware of. Uh, where will Americans secure food and other life-sustaining supplies? All of the above events would force multitudes of Americans into FEMA camps in order um, to receive the aforementioned life-saving supplies. Remember, the average American family has no savings and only three days uh, up to debt in their eyeballs, up to debt in eyeballs with a, with a mortgage, and with credit cards and all these other and with car financing they have no savings and only three days of food on hand in their home that's a pretty sad state of affairs eventually americans would be forced into stacking packs that the globalists talk about in mike krulig's america 2050 derived from his agenda 21 build one america program and here is a, a map that was taken from the America 2050 website, which clearly shows the population redistrib redistribution, which is planned for the Agenda 21 crown. And I guess these are the areas where they want to redistribute the population. And in other words, there would be huge swaths of America. And I've gotten into this many, many times where you would have people being forced to relocate to and there would be huge swaths where they would be like no-go zones essentially in america um this is what they would envision now there's no way they're going to implement this overnight but this is what obama would want our, our benevolent uh, dictator in chief this is what he would want for america uh, clearly shows population redistribution, which is planned for for by the Agenda 21 crowd, and in particular Mike Krulig, who was Obama's mentor during his early community service days. I mean, everybody ever that's ever been associated with Obama and mentoring him is just pure evil from the pit of hell, essentially. They spawned it from the pit of hell. And that's who's Obama's mentors have been. The other picture above that the globalists do not want you to see is Mike Krulig is advising the president on the America 2050 plan. Here he's literally with the guy, with Obama, in the White House, advising him on this America 2050 plan. I have written about, and there's a picture of it here in the PDF, 
I've written about America 2050 in the recent days as it is the globalist plan headed by the Obama administration. Mike Krulik is also the founder of the Agenda 21 Population Centralization Plan known as Building One America. Building One America is the first steps toward the fulfillment of the creation of 11 mega-regions which will contain 6 million people each. The missing 250 million people in the America 2050 plan matches the Deagle report, which I've reported on at length. Just key in Deagle, D-E-A-G-E-L, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It matches the Deagle report. Here's a link to it. Of a similar population reduction for the United States to take place by 2025. So they're saying, basically, in the next... I guess you'd call it 10 years, we are going to have a population reduction of um, 250 million people. Okay. Down to, I think, what do they say, 6, six million? Yeah, 66 million around there. Yeah. So that's what Deagle, and wh- who's Deagle's sources? Governmental sources. They're all governmental. And I got into that report in detail. Um, so here's the deal. Guns have to be confiscated in order for this to happen, but they've got to have some really big cataclysmic event or events where people start dying or give at least the world government excuse to start killing people. Maybe there'll be national, uh, natural disasters. Maybe it'll be a pandemic, which is, I've predicted that for a ton of years, um, maybe it will be an EMP attack, which is like I, like they've said that, you know, it's like 90% population reduction, like a year. Now that's if like every single grid went down, I think. Um, ISIS, dirty, dirty nukes going off, um, Russians in China invading, uh, black Muslim Islamic and the Islamic populations. I'm talking about the black indigenous Muslims that are already here. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Huge gigantic race war on that end. I'm talking about all the different ways po- the populations can be reduced. Um, earthquakes, natural disasters, tsunamis hitting the coasts, Fukushima doing what it's doing, comet hitting the ocean, creating a tsunami, earthquakes offshore. All of these are different and various, and most people live near the coast. All of these are different, different, various, and sundry ways that this can all happen to get that population down to 60 million around there by 2025. This is what they're banking on. This is what they're predicting. This is what they're planning on. So the next 10 years in America will be the most horrific America has ever known. I feel pretty confident in saying that. Unless God would totally intervene, and I don't see him doing that because the church is pretty much silent on most of this stuff. And if the salt, which is the church should be, if the salt has lost its savor, it's fit for nothing but to be trampled underfoot. Now, I'm not talking about the Bible-believing remnant, but I'm talking about, in general, the 501c3 corporate church is yoked up with the government and the IRS, and they're not saying a whole lot about this stuff. So, judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. So, if what has been announced is true, then every individual only has a short amount of time to get their house in order. 
There are no shortages of articles which talk about the individual preparation. Among the preparations that everyone needs to make has to do with getting out of cash and into precious metals. Now, I had a guy email me yesterday. He's like, well, I don't have any money to buy gold. And what do I do? How do I get it? I'm like, listen, you can't create money to buy the gold out of thin air. I said, pray about it. Fast about it if you want to. If you feel so led. But no matter what, God knows your estate. He knows your situation. He's still perfectly capable of providing for you, for taking care of you. Not everybody's going to have, you know, a stack of gold and a stack of uh, a whole bunch of silver and a whole bunch of preps and all of these things in in an underground bunker in the mountains waiting. For, and the Lord knows, you know, a lot of us, I, including myself, don't have that. So that's where faith kicks in. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you get more faith by hearing the word of God. It builds your faith. And also by being tried, when your faith is tried, when you come out on the other side, that builds your faith. That, you know, I can personally say that's the way it works with faith. So, you know, everybody's in a different position. And I'm not telling anybody to do anything regarding that. Do as the Lord leads you. I, I do want to give you, try to give you options. I do want to try to warn you about what could be coming. I don't want you fixated on these things. Fixate on the Lord Jesus Christ. Fixate on praying, reading the word of God. Be aware of these things. The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. And the simple pass on and are punished. Warn other people. You know, which I think is our, our duty. You know, if you saw somebody in a burning house or whatever and you didn't warn them, you had some, the ability to do something about it. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. The Bible says, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee and thy family. Where it says that in Hosea 4, 6. So we're not to reject truthful knowledge. And we're not getting truth from, from the lamestream media. It's just all the status quo, everything's just going to be great and everything. No, we're right on the precipice of most likely the, the most horrific time America will ever know. America needs to be eliminated in order for the New World Order to be fully implemented properly. The population has to be reduced, but that first comes through our gun confiscation. Gun confiscation is always the precipitator to mass slaughter of whatever dictatorial regime is going to slaughter their populace. So that's the key to look for. When they start coming for the guns, you know that it's on. Okay, and that's why anybody that's that's out there fighting um, against, you know, the, trying to, to uh, fight for Second Amendment rights and, and preserving that and show and you know, I'm telling you that is the linchpin: gun confiscation. Because they, do, they don't want to come in and try to, try to do all of this unless the guns have been confiscated. Now, if you have this long-awaited, if you have all of these cataclysmic events going on, okay, when people are in total what they call shock and awe, they're bringing that order out of chaos, okay, 
and you've got all of these cataclysmic events, let's say, who knows, whatever. Something to make the world desperate on a ton of different levels. And then all of a sudden you have this savior-like figure, this antichrist and this false prophet come on the scene. And they're saying, I got, the, I got the answer to all this, and we have the technology to fix it, and we've got this, and we've got that. Just lay down your guns, lay down your arms, give yourself to us, we'll take care of you. If they can get the guns that way, there won't be that mass bloodshed. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure it's going to go down. But if those line signs and wonders are good enough, meaning good enough to deceive all these people, or the vast, vast majority, that's what I think they could be banking on as well. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to all shake out. But that's, that's one possible scenario, how they could get the guns. To try to take them by force is going to be pretty tough. And if they had a mass pandemic and everybody was sick, well, then they could try to get them that way. Sure, we have the vaccine to cure you, but you got to turn in your guns to get the vaccine. Like the vaccine's going to do anything but give it to you and make it ten times worse. So, don't trust anything this big brother devil world government is telling you. Nothing on the news. I don't trust any of it. Filter it through the word of God. Filter it through what you know to be truth. Filter it through what you know their agenda to be. Ten, uh, world reduction of, of world population of 500 million. Mass slaughter on a global scale the world's never known. That's their agenda. So, if what has been announced is true, then every individual has only a short amount of time to get their house in order. There are no shortage of articles which talk about the need for individual preparation. Um... And I'm just going to read this last paragraph again. Among the preparations that everyone needs to make has to do with getting your cash into precious metals, adding silver and gold to your portfolio. Not everybody's got a portfolio. <laughs> okay. So, you know, and it's the only way to ensure that your currency will be accepted following the collapse. And that's not even a guarantee either. I mean, you know, yeah, if you're bartering one to another, but, you know, you try to give gold and silver to a new world Illuminati government after the collapse, what do you think is going to happen? So you got to be careful about all that too. I'm not saying don't get it out of, out of the dollar. I'm saying yes, you should, but just bear in mind, you know, there's other things that are more important than gold and silver, and that would be water, food, shelter, you know, warmth, things like that. Tomorrow's article analyzes the recent events and their connection to the Pope's coming proclamation. I already read that. It's kind of redundant. So um, I'm totally out of time for this part. I'm going to end part two, and we will go to part three next. God bless you.